The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to create a life that's intentional and dynamic? Welcome to The Intentional Spirit with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome everyone, all of you intentional spirits, and a special thank you to you from my heart that says we appreciate you, we love you for showing up. Uh, we love it when you call in and engage our our. Uh, our radio guest. We also love the fact that you are intentional in the world. And that is something that we're all born right here, right now at this time. And we are bringing it on. What can I say? We're bringing on the intention. We're bringing on our beliefs. Uh, we're standing up for our truth and we're living out loud. And well, speaking of living out loud, we have an amazing guest today. Marla Freeze is her name. And what a perfect name because she frees people from false beliefs <laughs> and identification and, and boxes to bring forth uh, the veil that we're all living in this dimension. People we see, people we don't see, animals, all of it. Just a very powerful reality. Marla Freeze, I'm just so excited to have you on the show. Thank you for being with us. Oh my gosh, Temple, thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here with Unity and your whole your whole listening um, to the station. I, I love it. I've listened to some of the programming, and I just think what you're doing is terrific. Oh, thank you so much. I, first and foremost, as people ask me, is Freeze uh, your chosen name, your given name, your married name? Um, oh, oh. It could well, be a more well, powerful I, name for you. Well, thank you. I, I am happy to explain that. The original spelling of my name was F-R-I-E-S, and it was it's a German derivation. And when I was going through school, people kept calling me Fries, you know, like an order of fries. So mm-hmm. when I came to Los Angeles years, years ago when I was an actress, uh, one of the top directors said to me, you know, you got to change your name. And I said, <laughs> sure, not a problem. So um, I did. And I love that, Temple, that you led with that because F-R-E-E-S actually is who what I do. I help free people from the bondage of whatever their um, the, the problems, their, their traumas, their, the dynamics that are not, you know, that are keeping them from being free. And as you say, intentioning a higher a higher purpose for themselves. Well, one of the pleasures that I've had, you know, over the last eight years doing this show, and we also have, we have a lot of new thought people listening. We have a lot of mainstream people listening. We have a lot of science mind people listening, et cetera. But through the various artists and authors and healers and mediums and psychics through the years that have been on the show, there's a common thread more often than not, and, and when not, it's rare, including me, host, defining moments happen in childhood that were almost a make or break situation that from the very nature of those things, there was an awakening 
uh, a heartache that opened the heart, a decision to be made to live rather than die a little bit every day energetically. And I know you have a story that, that fits in that as well. Yes, and uh, my book, American Psychic, The Spiritual Journey from the, um, from the Heartland to Hollywood, Heaven and Beyond, is my memoir. And it came out last year, June 5th, so I'm coming up on the anniversary of this book. And it truly is a journey, of course my journey, but it connects to everyone who reads it because you go on the ride with me. It is, it is understanding that we come here, we have an experience, um, sort of a petri dish of how we've grown up, and whatever traumas that we have suffered, they are not insurmountable. In fact, it is my belief that I came here with the intention of making a difference, and I was put into this family that was challenging, just like many families are, spirit, God, um, the, the larger consciousness system that most of us call God, had my back even when I didn't. Mm. So the dynamic of this journey is, you know, I'm a small town girl from Pennsylvania, raised in the heartland. And it, there was trauma in my family home because my mother was not a well well person. So in that dynamic, I I actually prayed and intentioned and asked for help. And I was given help, of course, not necessarily the, the way that I wanted it as a child or even a young adult, but I've learned that, that our prayers and our intentions are answered, not the way we want, but what is best for what... For, what but what is best for us, what's what we need. Mm. Do you understand what I mean by that? <laughs> oh, do I Do I understand? <laughs> <laughs> so, so well, like you said <laughs> just a couple of minutes ago, through your story, your sacred story, because as we know, uh, stories, the reason that we will always have them, the reason we'll always want to listen, the reason we'll always buy to read them or show up to be a part of them is that it calls forth the healer within each and every one of us. It's our medicine. It's what yeah. gives us that, that medicine to thrive, to, to wake up, to be more alive, be more activated and all that. So as you were kind of talking, I was kind of not that I'm needing to project onto you me, nor the need to talk about me, but it was just, I was, oh, okay, yes, do I know? Yes, uh-huh, Anderson, yeah. South Carolina, <laughs> they don't know the word acupuncture, probably don't know how to spell it, I'm not really sure, and that of a metaphysical person from day one, you know, and that space and freaking people out from giving them predictions and stuff like that, and they go, you're weird, I don't know, but you're just weird, you're just weird, but I was just, what I was hearing with all of that is how interesting it is that you know, you went in to become, you know, an actress and then how that happens, you know, we go into mm. these roles that, that, yeah, Hey, I can multifacet any aspect of what you want to see right here. You know? Um, well, you and, know, well, I think that that's really, that's, that's the key. And most, most of us who have trauma in our lives are pretending on some level. I mean, I survived my mother by intuiting how she was going to respond. And I believe that many of our listeners understand this because 
in a dynamic where you are, your cells, your the frequency of your own body is responding to a parent who is going to harm you, you you are basically immersed in this opportunity for your awareness, your intuition, your psychic abilities to be explored. Of course, you don't know that as a child. And, you know, I became an actress. And it was in that working that way, I thought that my mother would love me more or not hurt me if I became successful. Because I saw that television in the corner of the room, and that's what she watched every day. And I thought, well, if I can crawl into that TV... Maybe she'll love me more and not hurt me. And that was the intention behind it, Temple. Mm -hmm. Oh, I totally get that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I I don't work as an actress any longer. I, I left that career in 2002. But it gave me the opportunity to listen more. As you're trained as an actress, you basically learn to listen. So I was being guided and led through this experience, not under even understanding any psychic abilities. You know, I had a few things that happened as a child, but it really wasn't until I faced more fear in my young adulthood that I had to pay attention to that incredible voice that started helping me. Mm. I love the depth of your story. And, you know, for those of you tuning in, you want to go to Marla Freeze, F-R-E-E-S, MarlaFreeze.com, and delve into her work and, and watch her videos and listen to her on radio with Lisa Carr, with Gar, excuse me. I've, I've been on her show, too. She's an incredible human being. But just to yeah. tune in to um, the story and the, the freedom that, that Marla brings and her willingness to share, you know, who she is. But a reminder to all of you tuning in, and I think this is is so profound when we really own it is that every step in your life is it's not without design it is with design and there's a huge difference when you when you own that there is a design there going on it just really well, makes it all sweet and powerful and well, i'm so glad you the, did that oh thank you so much well you know the unity community People have come from all different factions of ideology to spend time within the unity community. And I love that phrase because we are all looking for understanding our own intuition. Because nobody listening to this program is without understanding that they are intuitive. And, and I worked very hard to understand the, the, the terminology psychic. Um, I've been a radio host on a program called unknowncountry.com. And it was a, it's a paranormal show. I've been busy with the book, so I haven't been on in the last year. But the dynamic of that is I was interviewing people, just as yourself, Temple, about their intuition, about their books. And people said, oh, I don't want to use the terminology psychic because it has such a bad terminology. And I, and I explored that. And you know what I found? It literally was the U.S. military psychic spies who helped me understand my own psychic abilities because everything that is intuitive and mediumistic and all of it is psychic functioning. And when I was trained by the U.S. military psychic side, it helped me make sense, which made me step into the science of this temple, 
which is what I've been doing for the last 10 years, understanding that there is a science to all of this. Well, and, you know, and what's fascinating, depending on the culture, when I spoke here 15 years ago, just innocently filling in and then realized that not only would I be filling in, but I would be here, I'd be here, I'd still be here, and now I'm still here. (laughs) (laughs) But when I first came in, and um, and I just remembered the one unity that I went to from like 19 to 22, I thought they were all alike, you know, are very similar. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have any books about uh, psychic or mediums here. Um, and of course we changed that immediately, but I went, what, you know, how can that, how can that be? You know, it's like as, um, as ancient as the beginning of times is that this, this gift, this immense gift uh, that when we talk about of earth and of heaven, meaning consciousness, it's so um, innately gifted uh, to so many. The ownership of it and what is done with it is a whole different matter. But to me, I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine, um, you know, I can't imagine life without an acupuncturist and I can't imagine life without a psychic. <laughs> you know, they're just like two, they're just like tools in the toolbox. It's like, you know, you just, you just got to have them. And, um, and of course, when, um, you know, one has an encounter with someone such as yourself, that there's a tremendous amount of integrity and space that you hold, that it's even so much more than a reading, uh, or prediction or bringing in a loved one or love pet or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. then it, it, there's an immense freedom that happens. It kind of catapults a person in their own individuation of spirit a hundredfold, I just find it so exciting. Did I tell you I'm excited? I think I said that yeah, before we excited. started so talking. I. So that's how yeah, I feel I about it. No secret. <laughs> well, well, you know, the word, um, the word consciousness is something that I, I had to explore, too, because what I've learned through doing this work, which is something I must add, I didn't believe in talking to the dead. I was perfectly happy selling you know, toothpaste and burgers and all different things on television and commercials and guest starring on great shows. So when this all started happening to me in the mid-90s, I mean really happening, I fought it and I was petulant about it. And spirit, in spirit's divine wisdom, kept placing me in various places in order to learn and yanked out of, out of other places where I shouldn't be. And it's quite a ride. That's what the book is really about. And it will inspire other people to want to tell their stories too. But this word consciousness, I started exploring it. And I've been a student of this ever since. Imagine, this is what I just love. Imagine that this larger consciousness system that we call God gives us the opportunity to access deceased loved ones access the Akashic Records, and tap into people's information. You know, the show that was just on before you, they were talking about popping into other people's realities. Well, we have those capabilities. The science part of this is accessing other people's databases. And I've been working in the last couple of years helping left-brain science people actually access levels like I do. And I've been thrilled to be the bridge in some way for the the science community who who basically doesn't even want to admit that there's something larger than themselves, you know, to to step into this 
faith-based understanding that there is a consciousness that we are working with, and I'm so thrilled to be talking about it today. Well, and it's so immensely powerful because the work that you're doing out in the world, specifically in mainstream, it it, it will break uh, some of the boxes and old-timey, ancient, odd paradigms of traditional religion that, you know, part of the the experience that is sold is you got to get it right and you got to do it right this one time because, you know, this is it and this is all there is and this is the way that we got this one chance to go in door number one or number two. And what I love is the vastness. And that that is, to me, what I feel we're we're a part of now is we're just breaking through so many old systems and the ways that people in their humanity have been held in bondage for so mm. long and and they're being freed now. It's so, um, I don't know. There's not a word for it probably. I'll think of one in a minute, but it, it's so necessary and so needed. Well, we, we are experiencing this. You know, there's a macrocosm in our world and, of course, there's a, a, a little bit of a microcosm within our own uh, country with where where we are outing corruption, where law is important, where we are having to hold our own feet to the fire about our our integrity. And those of us who are doing the work that we do out there, which is, you know, often people give us a hard time about not, you know, whether we're fortune tellers or scam artists or any of that kind of dynamic, excuse me, we have to find a way to make sure that we are in the process all the time of being curious about what what it is that we do, how we do what we do, how we can help others do what we do, and the enormity, just as you say, of opening this up and releasing people from the bondage that they were put in based on men controlling them. And it wasn't just men, of course, but but you know, we come from patriarchal societies and, and different religions. You know, I was raised Lutheran, and then I became a born-again Christian, and I would have done anything, thrown, and I threw myself at the foot of the cross in order to help me with my mother. My background is faith-based. So when I first heard a voice that actually saved me in, a, in an accident with my horse, I, you know, I didn't know what that voice was, um, whether it was Jesus or whether it was an angel, it didn't matter at the time. And this is the process that I've gone through, understanding that it didn't even matter at that point. Someone came and helped me save my life. Mm. And we all have that ability to to access God, to access this universal consciousness, and to gain wisdom, to gain information. And, you know, I'm, I'm spending my time helping people do that on a day-to-day basis, and I love it. When um, was there like a moment like were you seated there uh, in a cafe uh, having a bit of coffee with someone and all of a sudden you start seeing images or you have like this aha moment? Was there something you, that happened that was biting? like, you know, <laughs> toast one day, you know, jelly the next? I mean, or was it well, like over time, your gifts? Well, you're, 
you're being very you're being very intuitive in your own right. Well, <laughs> I, I, I I'm, I'm not I, intentionally trying to impress you. <laughs> but I, well, but I'm a bit intuitive. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you're gonna have to crack that book. Um, well, the book the, the book actually opens on a set where I am shooting a Captain Crunch commercial. And I'm sitting there with my pretend husband for the day, and we start to talk. And as soon as he introduces himself to me, I am shown this baby's bedroom. It's a very calm evening. My mind goes straight into this bedroom in someone's house where I see a crib. And I see this boy. I know it's a baby boy. And I hear the way that I hear things. Tell him. I watch him read the blue book to his son every night. And oh my God, Temple, there I am sitting ready to spit out some Captain Crunch that I've just been chewing up when the director says, cut. And I start to, you know, I start to gather my senses. And and this was just beginning to happen to me. And I thought, how do I tell this guy that this is what's happening? And I leaned in and I said, I have a man here whose name is Fred. I'm sorry. I just learned to start doing this. I'm one of those people that talk to the dead, and I've got a man named Fred who's here trying to tell me that he's, he watches you read this book to your son. Do you have a baby boy? And, of course, that opened the floodgates for it wasn't a commercial about Captain Crunch. It was about a, a connection between this guy named Mike and his deceased father, who he had just grieved that had not been there to see the birth of his son. But this this mm-hmm. father not only saw the son, but knew that he was reading this book to him. The book was called, I think, Bluefish. And this is how my life just went, okay, I have to I have to do something about this acting career. Put it on hold, not answer, you know, uh, the calls to go on auditions. I have to focus on this work. Oh, well. So look how intuitive you are. You're talking about sitting at a cafe, and I was sitting at a table on a set in Hollywood (laughs) shooting a commercial. (laughs) Well, uh, that was, uh, you know, one of the the reasons of just the enthusiasm of... um, you know, I used to say it takes one to know one. Now I say it <laughs> takes one takes one to see one. Um, uh, and um, for me, it, it's more about um, I, I went the path of uh, shamanism and mysticism and, you know, those kind of things. So through the shamanic journey, as you as you know, and the non-ordinary reality through just being with a person, you can feel their past lives or you see images or things like that. And so it's, it's, you definitely, you know, you, you learn that there is such an interwoven, like you were saying, this interwoven consciousness that it's right there. It's the, it's the developed listener or the ability or the openness, because, you know, um, you could have been the person sitting there with, you know, Captain Crunch, um, snack and not said anything you know uh, you elected to step into it and that's what is so key for people is the willingness to to step into it and how many years ago was that Marla that was in the mid 90s 
So this mm. was starting um, 94, 95, when this all broke open. But, you know, intention, the intentional spirit, the intention of this is I believe in my soul that I'm accessing people, information for people for their highest good. And I was trying to do that in my own home. I mean, I was trying to do anything I possibly could to help my mother, help my father, help the dynamic that was going on in the home. I would have done anything. It's almost as though, and, you know, you read about this in the book, but Brian Weiss has a quote on the front of the cover of my book, which is, this is a powerful and fascinating book, but Brian Weiss, you know, many lives, many masters, sort of the father of past life regression, also kicked me forward. I met with him, and he regressed me, and it was so shocking that I had made this choice to come in. And another funny thing that happened with that after I had met with Brian is that I was on the set of Everybody Loves Raymond doing a guest-starring role on that show, and one of the extras on the show came up to me and said, I dreamt about you. And she showed me, interestingly enough, she detailed my past life regression that I had had with Brian White. So our intention that we set for our lives and what we're doing is so key. And when we're in right resonance, everything else starts to fall into place, whether it's shamanism. You know, I ended up being put in James Von Prague's house to, because I didn't even believe in mediumship work. And I, and I stayed and learned with him, and I sat in circle, and then it, it expanded into experiencing UFOs out in the desert. And my whole life, and so is everyone that's listening here, we all have these incredible stories of being guided. And I'm in groups of women that, that meet, um, that, that communicate from all over the world. Lynn McTaggart's work, The Power of Eight, I mean, Bruce Lipton's work, it's fascinating. And I just encourage anybody that is curious about remote viewing or, or more mediumship to do this homework to, un, to be able to step in and be curious about these other dimensions of their own intuition. Oh, I love that. You're tuning in right now. Go to MarlaFreeze.com, and we will be right back after this short break. Just love having you with us. Join me at TempleHaze.com or FirstUnity.org. We love being connected. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. It takes you to power Unity Online Radio. If you'd like to make a positive difference in the world, you can by contributing to this global ministry. Unity Online Radio relies on listeners like you to support our broadcasts that send our messages out to an awakening world. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate Today. Here's Rev. Paul Hasselbeck with a Unity Teachable Moment, taken from a talk at Unity on the River in Amesbury, Massachusetts. All good is defined as divine mind, 
God, and I love this, the principle of divine benevolence that permeates the universe. So God is not good like a Boy Scout or a Girl Scout. God is the good, the principle of benevolence. And benevolence is basically the disposition to do good or to treat others well and things like that. And so, so in that moment, when, you, when you're not wanting to offer grace to somebody, you can remember at the very point of view is this principle of benevolence. And as we remember that, we can draw on it and then we use that principle to offer grace. To find more from Reverend Paul Hasselbeck, visit the radio archives at unityonlineradio.org. Join Travel with Unity 2020 for a transformational trip to Rome and the Amalfi Coast, March 26th to April 4th, and explore the culture, myths, and spiritual significance of Southern Italy. You'll experience the history of the ancient ruins of Pompeii, visit the Vatican, and spend time on the beautiful Amalfi Coast during this 10-day tour. Just 40 seats are available and space is limited, so reserve your trip before September 15th. Go to unity.org travel for more information today. Know Yourself as Divine, Stations of the Cosmic Christ. A new book from Matthew Fox and Bishop Mark Andrus introduce a spiritual practice designed to help you realize the divine within. Combining prayer and an interpretation of the Stations of the Cross, featuring beautiful imagery, you will be led on a process of transformation. This book will help you discover the most caring, courageous, and compassionate parts of yourself. Get your copy today at Amazon.com or Unity.org shop. Learn how to break away from self-limiting beliefs and get some support with T.J. Woodward and the Conscious Being Radio Show every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central. A recovery specialist, author, inspirational speaker, and coach, T.J. will share practical tools and life strategies to help you overcome your fears and learn to awaken to your true nature. Join the show with your questions and comments and get the support you need to move forward fearlessly. T.J. is here to help every Wednesday on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to The Intentional Spirit with Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome back, everyone. And wow, are we having an enlightening, uh, just high vibration conversation today with Marla Freeze. And what a name for a person that frees people from so many experiences um, and brings people back to living. I, I think it's one thing to open the veil between the dead and the living. I think it's something else even more powerful to bring people that are almost dead into life in this incarnation. It's, it's so powerful when we're dealing with these realms. And, and Marla, I, I don't know if anybody has told you today, but thank you for your bravery. Thank you for your courage. Thank you for saying yes. Thank you for stepping out there. Uh, my heart feels that that's not always easy. And it wasn't oh. necessarily an easy decision. And I just want to say thank you for that. Uh, from the depth of my being, for all the people that have benefited from one answer, and that, and that's yes. Uh, so oh, as we're talking with Marla about her book, The American Psychic, um, Marla, you deal with a lot of people who go through 
trauma. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I think that trauma is really what fostered these abilities with me. You know, there's a chapter in the book called The Gift of Fear, and The Gift of Fear is actually a book written by Gavin De Becker. But fear is an interesting thing that we all go through. And instead of um, shutting it down, I like to open a door about this. You know, the title American Psychic um, is also a testament to being American, being um, the daughter of a World War II veteran who came back from World War II in a body cast, having been blown up in a mine with a, a landmine. And the dynamic of my father's trauma of, of being physically wounded, but also being in war, he medicated himself. And I think that my father's sensitivities were probably, he was probably highly psychic. I know that my mother was too. But they were both just trying to handle the trauma of what their own lives had, what they had gone through. And I think that that's kind of um, an interesting aspect, Temple, that many people, when they get frightened or traumatized, instead of doing the work, meaning going to therapy, talking this out, working with trauma people, or even moving it through their bodies so that it no longer stays stuck, they will medicate this trauma. And as any of us know, when we don't heal a wound, sometimes it festers. And that dynamic is what I'm so grateful for by just, the, you know, the blessing of spirit that I sought help for the physical, emotional trauma that I suffered as a child. I had to. Um, part of the thing that was happening to me as a child is when things were being done to me that shouldn't have been, um, my mind split from me in a dissociative way. And many of our listeners who have done any kind of therapy understand this. You had a great psychic medium on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Vincent, is that his name? Where oh, yes, talking Vincent about, Gimmer. Yeah, he was uh-huh. great. Yeah, uh, I mean, he and I need to sit down and, and, and talk or work together, and he needs to write his book, for God's sake. But the dynamic of the splitting or the dissociation was the early way that I now work as a psychic, meaning that splitting of my protecting myself from the abuse by disconnecting or disassociating is how I actually can send my mind to other places and access information there. So I was fortunate to get, you know, some some, um, awareness of this so that I was like, oh, my God, the trauma that I suffered, there's a point to it. There's an understanding of it, whether it's to be compassionate for other people's trauma or to do what I did with it and turn it into something that really is like, oh, instead of medicating it, I'm going to use it. And I know that many of our listeners have also had, you know, some whether it's addiction in their background or just as we as illuminaries are doing temple, we have medicated with alcohol or various things in order for us to sort of handle these frequencies that we didn't even understand. Mm, you're you're so spot on. Well, I'm I'm coming up on uh 
32 years of sobriety myself. So Congratulations. Um, uh, thank you more than half my life. Um, so I, I basically, you know, I, I survived myself, um, uh, <laughs> in that way. And, and you're, you're so spot on with, with that. And, um, I was just kind of hearing as, as you were talking too, is that as you keep a secret, you become a secret. Mm-hmm. And so not only are you keeping a secret, but your gifts become a secret to you as well. And that's the part of, because I grew up, you know, in, in South Carolina where, you know, you you weren't supposed to tell anything ever, you know, about right. about yourself. I mean, the world might end even if you did, you know, go outside your, your boundary and say, God, you wouldn't believe what's going on. Um, in, in my house, I don't, I don't know if it happened to you, but I did find with the other people that I counted on, like, cause I'm a kid, like the extended folks, <laughs> you know, when I would get brave enough to say, this is what's going on. They told me that that couldn't be possible and that wasn't happening. And for me not to say that again. So early on, then I made the assessment that, uh, that people aren't really interested in the truth. They don't want to hear it. Right. Um, and so, um, and so obviously that is, is that particular time, but it, it is something to discover when, when you open up for those of you that are listening, you know, go to MarlaFreeze.com, uh, find a support group, find people that, because once you get out of the secret and you are no longer a secret, then you start to see all the, the blessings and the gifts that you know, come from the more broader, expansive self, and you get to feel the normalcy of things. It's so freeing to have someone to share your sacred story with and make sure it's a therapist that has done their own pain work. I mean, it's important to yeah. interview a therapist. Trauma. Uh, trauma have you therapy. done your own trauma work? Have you done your yeah. own trauma, your family system work? Yeah. Have you done your own pain work? Because you don't want somebody that when you're in the midst of, you know, like goo and ooh and, and crying and everything that they shut you down because they're not comfortable with pain. Um, so that is is so powerful. And and the the other thing, uh, Marla, that I often tell people here in, in spiritual community, because they, they come and, you know, in our practice, uh, spirituality isn't an arrival place to replace being a human. The more you connect with one's spirit, the more that we become more human and the deeper we feel and, you know, all those things. And, and I, I will make a reference if there's a tsunami you know, how many of you two weeks ago started feeling wobbly? You know, how many of you a couple of weeks ago started feeling ultra sensitive? You are already picking up that future seeing of this space, of this event and things. And um, I like the ability that, that you have and others do out in the field if, in teaching people to connect these dots. They're not single by themselves. They all go together. Right. Oh, I and you know what? Sometimes because I work internationally and I've had lots of clients, I'm still, you know, tapped into people. And there are often times when I get discombobulated. I don't I don't have regular television anymore. I have the newspapers and I and I listen to the radio, um, but I don't tap into these these stations because it's there's a frequency that it's just 
too much for me. And for me to stay clear and for me to be neutral, which is very important and I don't always get neutral because I believe that there's something inside of me that, that fights the rights of women, men, children, everything. We have to be very, very careful what we're tapping into. And this is why NPR and all of these um, programs that offer alternative ways of, of communicating and listening is really, really key. You know, there's a, um, there's a, the nature of my book, just to let you know, the first half is called blindsighted, which is a medical term that means a blind person who has the ability to perceive a light source. And that's what my childhood was like. I was looking for God. I was looking for light, a way to get out of the darkness. And it was literally, the second half of the book is called Insight. It was when I started getting help, Temple, that all the psychic stuff started falling into place because I moved the pain out and made room for the love, for the benevolence, for the connection to spirit and the ability to assist others. Well, I'm I'm sure from because you said your book's been out over a year, um, almost a year now. Yeah, almost, almost a year. year. Um, give us uh, a couple of stories of of people that have, have read the book of a like a homecoming, like a a moment. Oh, uh, certainly, yeah, I will. I'd be happy to. Well, my hometown is in Bedford, Pennsylvania, and part of the book tour that I did after the book launched is I went back to my hometown that it's this beautiful Norman Rockwell existence. And I, I did an event at the Bedford Springs Hotel, which is where I worked as a lifeguard years and years ago. And it's this beautiful Omni Bedford Springs. And I had people from all walks of life come for that event. And what some of the patrons did in town was they bought boxes of books so that the sales of, that, of those books that evening would go to the domestic violence center in my hometown, the only place that anybody that is having any experience of child abuse can go and get assistance. So that full circle of me having been abused in my home by my mother was something that I understand now was so necessary. It's it's fascinating. It's like my mother and I were sitting down on the other side and she said, okay, I'm going to be the bad guy this time. I'm going to come in and I'm going to you know, be miserable and you're going to have to handle it. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. And we made this agreement because the dynamic and the trajectory of the book is literally through the amazing work that God facilitated through my life in my own healing, I helped my mother. And it was through the death process that that happened. So the trajectory of what we go through in our lives. We get so upset, right, about what the, what's going on right now, when this too shall pass. And if there's anything that I can leave our listeners with, it's understanding that if we ask for help, it's there. If we intention getting through this and asking for help, it will be revealed to us. Not maybe the way that we want, like a bag of money dropping in the middle of, you know, the apartment, but that we are led through the grace to find our way through becoming more financially responsible or that someone helps us in ways that we didn't anticipate and to be curious, to not shut down about these opportunities. 
So that was one sort of amazing thing that has happened after the book. And also the reconnection that people have made to their own um, psychic awareness and their own spiritual connection of, um, of tapping into their intuition. It's very funny. In getting ready for my taxes, I called the tax man and his wife answered the phone. And she took the time early in the morning to tell me that she'd read the book. And here I was calling my accountants, and here they were talking to me about their experiences with their own deceased loved ones or their connection to, um, to family members that they reconnected to after, after reading the book. And also their dog, who they had seen in spirit, it was the book that had made them realize that they weren't crazy. <laughs> and I thought that that was absolutely remarkable. Oh gosh, it is, it is absolutely. It's it, it's so powerful and 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 I love that you're 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 getting into layers that that exceed even people that consider themselves into spiritual practice, but into we we love the let's get into mainstream, you know, and and what does that and how can that look and be? It's just really cool. Well, one of the things I have known for sure throughout my entire life is that the communication with people that are um, that thin veil and the people that I love and that we had, you know, beautiful relationships in this time and then they uh, left uh, to, to a new address, you know, that that communication <laughs> is ongoing. And I, I have one that, you know, I've been, she and I have continued talking, you know, for 30 years and she was the first love of my life and, and blah, blah. But, all, all I really want to highlight about that is that what's interesting is when you open up even deeper and even further and you allow the space to communicate with someone that the relationship wasn't so profoundly great. And, and for me, it was my dad passing in 2002 um, in that space of uh, a relationship that I, that I dreamed could have been and wasn't. And to say to people, um, don't ever give up or let that go because my dad helps me so much now with my work. And uh, wow. you and I were talking about uh, James Van Prague and um, I did a reading with James last year and he said, and he's one of the few that's ever brought up my dad. And he said, dad is saying, why in the world don't you have a photo of him anywhere? <laughs> you know, he's, help, he's helping you with his work. And I mean, is it a lot to ask to like have my photo up? And I, you know, and so I went, I'll, I'll take care of that next week. But uh, the more and more that, that my heart opens, because keep in mind, it, it's nobody else's heart that's closed, just your own. And so the more and more my heart opens and everything, it's like I can be uh, uh, seated somewhere and I just feel the presence of my father coming through so strong. And I feel guidance from that and I feel energy from that. So anyway, not to be windy, but uh, God, I haven't even had coffee. I'm just. But the healing happens. And that's the key. The Mm -hmm. healing because of your intention to heal Mm -hmm. it. You know, people love to stay stuck in being right. They love to, you know, people all across our country are reveling in being right. Well, would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? The dynamic of being right is something that people like to hang on to. And that could mean suffering. That could mean blaming people for the rest of your life. 
if you hang on to being right, then you can keep yourself in suffering. So the dynamic is to let go, to let go of needing to be right, let go of needing to um, your ego to fulfill something inside of it that is hollow. Being right doesn't, and, and punishing people doesn't help at all. This is an opportunity, as we have in unity, to take this opportunity in our own lives and find the way to heal, find the way to forgive. You know, the book is literally a testament to forgiveness in its greatest, in, in at least my life's greatest moment. And I hope that it will assist others in that too. I I have no doubt that it that it already is and that it, it will continue to do so. Everyone we're talking about the book American Psychic. Go to Marla Freeze F R E E S dot com. How powerful is that? Um when you think of the years that uh, Marla that you've been doing readings, mm-hmm. um, is there like is there like one that it just lies dormant right there in your in your heart. <laughs> uh, well, there there are a number of opportunities here for me to discuss some of them. You know, I've worked with homicide on homicide cases pro bono with law enforcement for a long time. But there are it's it is actually the there was one uh, a woman who came to see me who had been facilitating coaching for a very long time. But she could not get pregnant, interestingly enough. She was having problems with that. And I basically said, well, we're going to intention information for your highest good. I get emotional when I even think about it. But who came in was a man who had basically raped her. Oh, gosh. And he basically outlined his own woundedness as to why he did that when she was so young and what that was about for him. And he begged for forgiveness and told her that this was probably the place inside of her body that he had rendered um, trauma. And he apologized profusely. Interestingly enough, within three months, she was pregnant. So something happened in that acknowledgement, in him coming forward, in him apologizing. I mean, he detailed this to me. He put me in the house, in the room, in this vacant house that he took her to, where there was a mattress. He detailed it for me. And she was, of course, shocked, and so was I. But that is a way of of letting you know that this work is, um, and it's not just the deceased loved ones. I mean, I'm accessing information about any aspect of people's lives. Um, I'm actually, when I get off the phone with you, I'm leaving to, to be with friends whom, whose house I found for them uh, 15 years ago and who I saved $10,000 on basically telling them that, uh, something before the inspectors got in there so that they could have the price of their house reduced. So the the work that I do has many different levels. But <laughs> some of these some of these things can be so amazing and joyous and some of them are so profound as you know. And I am just thrilled to be able to 
talk with you in in your in your audience. Uh, I'm just so happy that we're doing this temple. Thank you so much. Mm, I am too. To me, this is a it's just a beautiful. Um, without sounding like a cliche, it, it's a divine appointment. It really. Um, it's so much more and deeper and magical than we're on the radio show together today. So I, I feel that in my heart and I, I feel it deeply and I, I love it. <laughs> I love whatever it is <laughs> because well, like you, I, in, in my life have learned to say yes, you know, so yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing you here in the Tampa Bay area and looking at what is possible you know, with 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 all of that, um, okay. how and, and has just this? To you, just to let you know, um, there's also uh, when people go on to MarlaFreeze.com, there are links to my book. I have a website for the book, so anybody that's interested in following what I've been doing, or the television programs, or the the, the community that I've been associated with, I was just in England with the physicist Tom Campbell, who is a consciousness expert and author. And I, I have been a student of Tom's for years, but I'm also helping facilitate the best I can these incredible science-minded people who are exploring accessing altered states of consciousness without the use of drugs, by the way, so that other people can do what we are doing and, and have these wonderful experiences. So I just needed to mention that. Well, I, I love, and as people explore your website, they'll they'll see, um, you know, different things in your, your intro video. And I also love how you have, like you said, you're, you're, you've expanded so much more than, hey, this is what I do and this is what it is. But you are aligning with, you know, the scientists and with people like Eben, uh, Dr. Eben Alexander. And um, I, it, it, it thrills and, and me because these... <laughs> Yes, these are ideas whose time has come. They really are. They they really are. Well, I'm thrilled. So, our, so with our couple of minutes that we have left, I mean, is sure. there is there something you want to tie in together for us to to experience? Well, you know, there's there's so much that is going on out there in the world. I um, just watched the movie Third Eye Psychic Spies, and I think that that's a really wonderful way for people that are interested in the left brain part of this, the science of it, to go and, and watch that film. I, um, I believe, I think it's on Netflix. Um, or Apple TV, but it's out there. And it really is the, the program through Stanford Research Institute. And Yuri Geller is in the program, and there are a number of scientists with Russell Targ talking about how the U.S. military started using the abilities that we are discussing, all of this psychic functioning. That's out there. Um, you know, of course, the the things that I'm trying to, to post about the, my own work that I'm doing. But I just want to say that the book is an opportunity for people to be inspired about not only their own intuition, but telling their story. You know, the idea that many of us have had trauma in our histories that have fostered our heightened awareness, this is something that I'm interested in the next year or two in working with um with people who are literally healing the trauma 
like Peter, Peter Levine, who does the somatic experiencing work. So I'm extending this work out into not only the science, but the medical community to make sure that any, um, in, even in hospice, helping people who understand building that bridge between the living and the dead, understanding that we are, are, are pro- providing an opportunity for consciousness to expand before death. And I'm very interested in that work, too. It's been such a rich experience, and thank you for all that you are and all that you continue to allow yourself to be. Marla Freeze, MarlaFreeze.com. Thank you so much. God bless you, all of you, on this amazing, incredible journey that we call life. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.